Hey, this is our podcast, Porn Brain Reboot, with your hostess with the mostest, Dr. Trish Lee. (laughs) Today, I have an awesome guest with me, and I'm super excited to be able to bring this to you. Um, I have someone that I've been coaching with, uh, and we'll problem solve it in a little bit. I don't know how long it's been. It hasn't actually been that long, just a few months. And the reason I wanted to have this guest on is because the amount that he has accomplished in the last few months with support from a coach, namely me, but from a coach who hopefully knows what she's doing is just astronomical. And so I wanted to be able to bring that to you so you can understand the power of coaching. And I'm hoping to do less talking than normal in this podcast and let him kind of take the reins on uh, what we're going to cover in this podcast is what led him to reach out and seek out coaching to be able to not only leave negative habits behind, but also instill some new positive habits to be able to reach his goals in such a short time frame. But then anybody who has a coach knows that this is a, an ongoing process. It's not like you reach one uh, finish line and then you stop. So uh, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to Uh, give the reins over to you. And we'll start with the idea of like where you were, if you can remember feeling stuck and, you know, and what made you reach out and wanted to get a coach and move forward. Um, I think originally it was like, there was no structure or sort of direction to my life at all. It was kind of just aimlessly wandering from A to B, knowing you want something more, but not knowing how to get it. That, That was the main thing. The other thing kind of was, was like, you know, I've always been like a, I'm sure you might agree, like a highly functional person, like able to do lots of, you know, multitask with very, very, very little ease, but sort of communicating myself and, you know, bringing across the best possible version was an obstacle. Um, So like on YouTube, on your sort of, you do um, coaching for professionals of how you talk about having the steady flow and the sort of the mid state of mind where you're not too anxious yet, you're not too overhyped up. I thought to myself, that's the mental frame of mind I want to be in. So I thought like, okay, if I can just continue watching these videos, learn a bit more. And then I just kept learning and learning. I learned about the law of attraction. I learned about the flow once, you know, being on your true authentic self, being on purpose. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, this is great terminology. This describes where I want to be. So yeah. did somebody actually, you know, in writing, in words, put where I want to be. So I kept watching, kept watching. And then I thought, you know, I'll check out the website because I know you've, you've worked for a lot of professionals in the past. Mm-hmm. And I was obviously trying to get to the next level. That was something I you know, had my heart and my mind set on. But I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know how to um, you know, go about doing it. So I reached out. We had a consultation for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, this is very, very easy to talk to, very common and then we've we've achieved it in six weeks we've only been working together six to seven weeks so it's not even been a couple of months but yeah the, the the results are remarkable it's um not so much the achievement but it's the frame of mind I'm in like I'm you know I'm super happy super chilled um you know all bad habits are pretty much are certainly been a few and far in between mitigated now it's it's a very positive outlook a very focused outlook you know I know what I want yeah, and I think awesome, the thing that I've got out of the most of this is I don't fear failure. I know it. it you win or you learn. That, I remember you told me that you win or you learn. There's no such thing as failure. And once I embraced that, that's when I was on the path to it, to achieving what, what I've achieved. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, really cool to hear you kind of like articulate back what I'm trying to articulate to people. Uh, mm-hmm. That is really exciting to me because that is what my hope was for you when we first met um, and for everybody out there that is listening is that I love what you just said about that you were functional because mm-hmm. I feel that way about so many people that in that like, yeah, they're functional and like life's okay. Or even on my YouTube channel, people put comments like, you know, I don't need to leave porn because I'm fine. You know, I've got, I've got some retirement money and my job's okay. And my wife's all right. Like, you know, so like that's functional, but life's way too short to just stay in a functional mode Mm -hmm. when you can be in flow state. And, and, you know, honestly, I really have achieved that. And I know you're on the road to achieving it just because of our work together in that, like, you can be happy and satisfied, like with the mundane aspects of your life. And, you know, all of us have mundane aspects Mm. of our life, just the way that it goes, but you can feel good in those when you know, you're going to a job that you love and that. Um, and we can talk, we're going to talk about the, a job that you love in just a second, because that's been one of our goals, which is amazing. Maybe we can touch upon relationships and how they are changing and transforming sure. because this is about change. It's about transformation. It's about flow. And when you're in flow, you need people, places, things, opportunities that allow you to flow mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, to be able to stay in that state. So maybe if I can throw it back to you and we could talk about what's happened in your job and how you're spending your days, how you were and how you will be very soon. Sure. I mean, like, I guess the job before we, we sort of took things to another level, I wasn't enjoying it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be honest and say I hated it. <laughs> felt under no under definitely underpaid definitely underappreciated uh gave me very little satisfaction uh very little levels of engagement i was just not interested in the slightest i made that very transparent to them you know like i'm not happy here. this is <laughs> straight up you know i'm gonna keep it real of how much i don't like it the... i'm just coming because it's a paycheck <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it is that it, it was honestly that trish yeah I know. um so that was the that was the first first issue i think what sort of surprised me in the process was we took it up two levels. So as I was engaging in the process of, you know, I had like an interview every day at one point mm-hmm. that people were saying, Oh, you don't know, you need to be the manager here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, <laughs> I've only been doing this a couple of years. Me manage this. Well, I thought to myself, right. I thought if they're willing to invest this much stock into me, I at the very least owe it to myself to invest the same stock into myself. So I was like, okay, instead of going for more senior positions of what I'm doing now, because people forget, like, well, we can go into more detail in a second, but I've only been doing this a couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. I've this is on her, you know, it's it's very, very rare, mm-hmm. you know, that, that somebody goes from, to, you know, to management in, in two years, and especially in this industry, especially in this field. Yeah, but, um, absolutely. You know, but it can be else, done, man. It can be done. It can be done. Yeah. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so once I started to realize, okay, that there might be something here. Mm-hmm. I allowed the law of attraction to work in my favor, mm-hmm. you know, and, and something I always got from your videos was when you teach professionals or, you know, on both channels you do is that you bring the information, the knowledge to the listener, you bring it to us. We don't have to leave anything to be desired or think, or think, Oh, what's Trish on about? Or what does she mean by this? You do you take the technical stuff and you make it very simplistic. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, took, I took, I took that from you and I presented, you know, what I do for a living, which is, primarily analytics and data science to an easy to understand format 
and I left the interviews with very little to desire, very little understanding. You know, I'll, I'll tell you this, where a typical interview here is about 45 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes in, they say, oh, we'd love to see you again. Yeah, it's amazing. Then, when I got the job, <laughs> so this sounds good, I had to go through three different interviews to get this job. <laughs> like about 15 minutes through the, the final stage, you know, the guy was saying, you know, oh, when you join here or yeah. when you start here, you'll be doing this. At that point, you know, I knew I'd got it. I never doubted it for a second. Yeah, what, never... was going, what was going through your mind when you're like, this, this dude keeps using the word when? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had loads of offers on the table. That was yeah. the shocking thing. Like I was spoiled for choice. Yeah, and was... so is it okay? Hopefully you're okay with like... T- uh, expanding upon that process because that was one of the that was the last interview let's say and like mm-hmm. you said at one point you had interviews every day mm-hmm. and so that experience in that last interview is not the experience you had in some of the first interviews and oh. and you know like and I give you all the credit I am here to support you that you know I give you all the credit that you had it in you because those first couple of interviews you know, you're basically like WTF. I can't handle this. I told them yeah. some dumb stuff. And so could, could you expand? And I'm like, dude, you're self-sabotaging yourself. Mm. What is going on? Why are you self-sabotaging yourself? And you're like, well, maybe I am. And sure. you dug in and figured it out. Could you talk about that? A yeah, little? yeah, of course. So, um, well, I always thought I was in the mindset, like, I don't deserve this opportunity. I'm here to make up the numbers. You know, I thought they're going to have, you know, let's say 50 applicants. They're probably going to interview 10 of them. And then from a second stage, typically, they're going to narrow that 10 down to two or three. That's typically the process here. You might have some tests or some presentations in between or screening or whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I always thought I'm here to make up the numbers. At very best, I'm number two. That used to be the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of that came from the, the support system. You know, mm-hmm. great parents, loving parents, you know, went to private school, live in a nice big house, mm-hmm. can't <laughs> complain, you know, financially. But the support system just 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 wasn't there it was you know we talk about people who can you know be a close family and love each other but be very very different people yeah you, know, you know and well that's been my experience too yeah you know, I've talked yeah, about absolutely. that and I doubt any of my family will ever listen to this but if they do it's the same thing where you know mm. same thing it was big family you know you felt the love but like everything I went out there to do there wasn't people going go do it you got no. this rock this out you're number one in this it's like should you be doing that do you actually think you can accomplish it? Mm. And, you know, I got to a certain point in my life where that was just fuel. That was fodder. Like, yeah, watch me do this. You think I can't? I'm going to do it on steroids. Mm. You know. So, <laughs> so and, and, you know, you did the same thing. Uh, you know, you just crush it. Like when I was there to support you, if I can mm-hmm. put it so bluntly, yeah. where I'm like, you, you can do this and you deserve to. And just going back to the law of attraction for a second is that the law of attraction is all neurological. It has to do with the way that your brain is performing. It's not foo-foo energy like so many people think. Mm-hmm. Foo-foo energy, which actually I love. I'm totally a student of metaphysics. Mm-hmm. And the foo-foo yep. energy backs up to true electrical energy in your brain and in your nervous system, in your electromagnetic field. But there is a caveat to that. You have to project that energy out from your mind and from your heart, from your brain Mm -hmm. and your heart, basically. You have to want it and you have to think that you deserve it. So you can want something all you want, but if you don't think you deserve it, and especially if people are creeping into your mind and telling you, you think you deserve this? What are you doing? You know, you have to think you deserve it and you want it. And then mm-hmm. all that energy aligns, then you become attractive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think just just not having anybody sort of, 
giving that support to me um, was a major yeah, and, issue. And the cool thing with you is like literally on a daily basis, you were leveling up, which is like, oh. to me was mind blowing. It's, but, it, but I believe every person has that in them. If they just have the right support, someone going, go do it, rock it out, mm-hmm. see what happens. Like there is no failure. You'll learn and you'll keep moving forward. But you really morphed very quickly. Like Monday was a rough day with interviews. You had a few Mm. of them. Tuesday was less of a rough day with interviews. Thursday was even better of a day. But, you know, by the next Monday, interviews were pretty good. By Thursday, the offers you didn't even interview. (laughs) And, you know, it kind of went from there. But that's because nothing shifted except for you internally. Yeah, I mean, I got to a point where I was like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, these people telling me, like, I got, you know, I was like, enough of this. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I just literally went in with the mindset, and this is just as honest as I got. I knew from the moment I clicked the apply button, or, you know, they contacted me on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and they said, oh, can we shoot you an email? Are you interested in this? I knew at the very, very least I'll be through the last two. Yeah. I'd never for one second believed otherwise. Yeah. You know, and sometimes and you necessary. sometimes you do lose. That's the, that's fair. Sometimes you do lose. But I Definitely. was not deterred. I was like, you know, I get occasional rejection. I'm like, no bother. I'll tell you what, I got rejected once for being too cocky. And yeah, I was like, you yeah. know what, I can live with that. I can 100% live with that. Because the reason they gave was too bullshit. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, you were too technical. Yeah. Yeah. But you were asking me technical Yeah, and you and I questions. talked about this. Co- yeah. Cocky is just confident. Like, yeah. you know, and thinking of yourself as confident and secure on the inside and projecting Mm. that, that sometimes that's too much for people. And, and it really has to do with people's personal emotional maturity, like confident people like confident people like attracts like, so, you know, you want to work for an organization that, that appreciates your confidence, not, Mm -hmm. you know, rejects it because it's too much for them. And that's, that's a good thing. And it's probably not a good fit. Um, so can we talk a little bit about in, in that, how, how some of your relationships are starting to shift a little (laughs) and we, and this is something that's necessary. You don't have to outgrow people and leave people behind altogether. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a good plan for anybody. And I talked to a lot of people about this. This is why I want you to kind of share your experience is that as you start to grow, even if it's over the course of two months or three months, you start growing, you just don't resonate with the same people in the same way. Can you kind of talk about like what that's been like for you and what you've been doing? Because again, you've used it as a growth opportunity in a really healthy way. So I'd love to hear like what, you know, your experience. I mean, like, I think first of all, you know, when you talk about confident attracts confidence, I was very lucky when I got into the game. So originally when I started two years ago, I had a great support system around me. So like, you know, you heard me talk about my friend Sally a lot, mm-hmm. you know, great support, like-minded yeah. people, um, very strong people, you know, people who go through a lot in life, but still there for others. Yeah, so that, and we, yeah, so absolutely. So the team, yeah, and, I you, originally, and you've said a couple of times that what I told you just uh, c- confers what she told you was right, which is awesome. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you know, you don't soon. totally listen to those powerful support people just because you're Mm. too close to them sometimes. And that's why I like having someone who's a little bit emotionally detached from you telling you Mm -hmm. the same thing gives you more confidence, but that that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just having that initial, that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was able to grow up one that left and I went to my new job. That's Mm -hmm. kind of where I lost that. And that's where, you know, the like for like, like you said, did not fit at all. You know, I, I just felt so detached from everything and everyone. Um, but, 
you know, everything happens for a reason. It was an opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about sort of leaving people behind now, like um, I don't think necessarily cut them out completely. You're completely right there, but you do see things in a different way. Like you realize you didn't see as much in common with people originally as you thought. Um, and what I, I'm kind of frustrated was, was I was, you know, that good friend of mine, I always give an example. Mm -hmm. When I've been growing, I've been trying to portray what you've been telling me into him. Mm -hmm. I've been saying, you know, like, bro, you've got some issues straight up. You've got issues. <laughs> I had issues. There's nothing wrong with having issues. But to continuously think there's nothing up here is, is the problem. The first step is admitting there is an elephant in the room, mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. the issue may be, you know. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends have issues. Yeah. You know, it wasn't we all do. Like, I mean, literally, we all do. So, like, yeah. that's why it, it, we all have issues. It's just a matter of how we approach them and what mm -hmm. we do about it and our emotional maturity. So, uh, you know, we all yeah, do, and yeah. it's just the way that it goes. So I, I just kept saying to him, you know, you need to um, seek some help for these issues because I was there to support him. I thought, because you always taught me that a confident person, when they're going through growth, is there to support others through their journey. Mm -hmm. So instead of pushing them away, you embrace them in. And that's what I took in. I was like, you know what, this guy is fucking up, but he's still my boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to push him away because you wouldn't push anybody away. I looked nope. at you of mm -hmm. how you'd approach it. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but unfortunately, no look as of yet it's still a lot of the same habits um so kind of what's happened is now we, we are a bit of a crossroads yeah, um, you know, a... i've been really supportive of him i've been trying to push him to leave his current job and go into he wants to start a drainage business mm, and well, go into mm -hmm. that but mm -hmm. um you know unfortunately certain substances are playing a, yeah. an issue there and there's depression and there's the people he's got in his life who are very very toxic mm -hmm. straight up that are, that are sabotaging him yeah. Yeah. Um, so until he realizes otherwise, I, I can't help him. Yeah. yeah and it's really powerful. Like, you know, I've done this a lot of times and leading by example, and you and I have talked about this a mm -hmm. few times, leading by example in what you're doing and you, people can't hear you if they don't have the emotional maturity too. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I've been on this journey for 30 something years where yeah. coming out of different groups and, you know, starting with my family and then different friend groups over time, you can't say to people, Oh, you're emotionally mature. You should grow up. What mm -hmm. you do is you grow up and then people see you growing up and mm -hmm. either that's cool and that appeals to them and they want to come along for the ride and they want your support or it's just too much for them. And yeah. they end up taking themselves out possibly blaming you and projecting that on you, but taking themselves out of the relationship. And I've seen that not only in my own life, but in so many people that I've worked with and people that I know that when you're mm -hmm. on the road to accomplishing bigger dreams, sometimes that's just too overwhelming for people. And they're like, no way, man, I can't handle this. And they shrink back or they're like, this is so awesome. I want some of this. Let's go. Let's go get yeah, some of the yeah. together. And you're probably at the crossroads of, you know, some people will come along with you and then others won't be able to handle it. And those people are still in my life. It's just, it's different because we're on completely different levels now because it's been 30 years, but, you know, I still have them in my life mostly because they're family, you know, how that goes. <laughs> and they, but at the same time, I can appreciate them and um, love them for where they're at. And, you know, I say it in my videos a lot that it's capacity, you know, people's capacities are different. I'm always looking to increase my capacity. Yeah. Just in the time I've known you, you've increased your capacity a million percent, like, you know, mm -hmm. growth like that is going to impact change and transformation. And that's going to ripple out from you. And that is the um, desired effect from coaching. 
Um, okay. So can, if it's okay, again, sure. can we segue and talk about like what we do in our coaching sessions so that people can get a sense of that? Cause people always say to me, like, I don't get coaching. Cause a lot of people have never worked with a coach. And mm-hmm. I do think the way that I know the way that I present coaching is different because I have had a coach for a long time yep. in that I try to be highly responsive to what's going on in your world currently. And yep. the way I frame it is what's your biggest challenge today? What's your biggest goal that we're working on today? But then of course, as we work together, that kind of comes together in a fabric and has themes and has a through line and a story sure. that we're working to develop. Um, and just one more thing, and then I'll hand it back over to you is that, sure. you know, usually in coaching sessions, I try to give people at least three, four or five actionable steps that you go do for the next week or two or however long. And, mm-hmm. and actually you've been coming up with your own steps for yeah. the last, which is really awesome. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way it should be when the, when the student becomes the master, you know, that you've really, uh, at least for me as a teacher and a guide, like when the student becomes the master, that's a beautiful thing. When you can say to me, you know, I think this is, these are the things I need to do for the next week. Mm-hmm. But when I start off coaching with people, I'll say, okay, what's going on? Go do this, that, the other thing, and this will help you out. And then let's revisit how's that, how that is going. It's either win or learn. If you're winning, we build on it with other things. If it's a struggle for you, we figure out why we learn and we put something else in place. Um, I don't know if you're able to kind of expand sure. upon that in your own experience. I'm glad you saw this as well, you know, because I was thinking this, like, like, yeah, I just went away and ran with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, I you saw, glad you saw that as well. Um, yeah, I just read it somewhere again, which it's always in my mind that, you know, I'm here to guide you until you don't need me. That is how coaching should be. If you need a coach forever, you're, mm-hmm. and I believe people do need coaches forever because they're always getting to the next level. Yeah. But yeah. you should be able to, um, you know, I know I've done that with my own coaches where I meet with them and then I kind of debrief myself and I can have a ton of learning within it regardless of what they've said and after, because the experience can be so powerful in teaching me myself on what I need to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think, um, so what we went through in the sessions was overcoming the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. That was a major obstacle at first, um, sort of reframing my mindset that I actually, I do deserve these opportunities that I, in fact, I can do, you know, I mean, I had a little over 11 job offers on the table, yeah, it's amazing. you know, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody had that much. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this, right. The reason is it's been so long getting my contract to me at the minute has been because, um, they had to break the bank to get me. Yeah. So not only, I didn't tell you this today, but they, they, it's basically two levels up in promotion. Uh-huh. They said, how much money do you want? And I told them exactly mm-hmm. how much I want. So they had to sort of go through some bureaucracy process to give me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just amazing. The fact that yeah. somebody gave me this opportunity, but broke the bank to get me. They yeah. saw the value. Yeah. Need extra so paperwork, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm like, <laughs> I know, it's great. That's amazing. It's great. And I think, um, sort of, I think how the coaching worked was one, it was changing the mindset. Two was that sort of 24 support system, mm-hmm. um, which when you say like you sort of need a coach forever, I know that the thing, we're going to be working on next is um, so now pretty much wrapping up here. When I do move to London in September, mm-hmm. we'll be sort of working a few months again together, just making sure that I'm um, in pattern in flow, that I'm adjusting to my new surroundings, that my new role and that I am got the support system I need. Yep. Um, and you keep your mindset there. Cause I know mm-hmm. even for me, like I look back at yeah. even last week, I look at like, you know, kind of a, so, sorry. Once. Sure. Yeah. No problem. 
<laughs> no problem. No problem. So I know even for me, like mindset, like last week I had a couple moments and this very rarely happens to me. I had a couple moments last week where I'm like, why, why am I thinking this way right now? Where I had to like, not talk myself off a ledge, but like shift myself back into a growth mindset because a lot of stuff was coming at me and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm like, this is not where I normally spend my time. And it's because I am growing in so many different ways right now. And I, my coach isn't really necessarily responsive. My coach, I'm following kind of this pattern, which I know I need to get a responsive coach. One thing I told him. And so like, for you, when you move into mm-hmm. a new job, you know, and you have your big boy pants on, it can be overwhelming. Like, <laughs> you know, honestly, like, okay, here I am yeah. now. Like I convinced them and this goes out of my own mind. I convinced them to hire me at this price point. Now I have mm-hmm. to be the person that I promised them that I could be. So like <laughs> you can be that yeah. person, but there will be moments of doubt and reassurance is really important and just actual strategies. You know, the way that I think about it is you can change your thought processes, but the most powerful way to do it is through action steps. It's very difficult to change your thoughts mm-hmm. with yes. your thoughts. It's much more It's much easier to change your thoughts with action steps. And so like, that'll be important for you as you transition into the new job, like even, you know, dressing more confidently. I have this hack that when I feel really not confident, I, if you ever see me out and I'm dressed to the nines, it's because I'm feeling weak on the inside because it's a strategy that I use that I dress up when I feel less confident so that I can feel more confidence, like literally putting a costume on so that I can feel more confident. And, you know, you might need some of those strategies because before you know it, you feel more confident. So, you know, transitioning into your new job will be really, really important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, when you, when you talk about confidence, uh, I mean, I do already believe, you know, there's no doubt I can do this. Like, not for one second have I thought to myself, you know, I'm not, because they've told me what it is you're doing, and I know 100% I can do that. Um, they've also told me there's no more money yeah, for a year because I've, yeah. I've broken the bank. Yeah, them. until you but prove yourself. Of, Don't forget, my, until you prove yourself, that's always yeah, yeah, yeah. negotiable, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like already thinking, you know. Yeah. That next step ahead, awesome. the growth hasn't stopped. I've just reached this now, and for the next year, I'll be doing this. But then, sort of, the next steps for me will be, I will be looking because it's you know it's, it's a corporate mm-hmm. bank. We'll be looking to um, sort of yeah. go international. You know, I'd love to like yeah. work in New York. I'd love to oh, work cool. in the Middle East. I'd like you know for a year, just for a year, just to sort of experience yeah, I'm sure a that'll sort probably of way of thinking. Be available where, to you, especially as you prove yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This is a Absolutely. There's great opportunities here to work yes. you know, internationally within the company. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a massive yeah. bank. Um, I think the other thing I want to talk about confidence now is sort of the immediate growth I want to do outside of this now is sort of, you know, improving on my like skills in other areas. So like relationships. So having to now, I'm going to have to probably need a new network of friends, a new network of acquaintances. Yeah. I'm going to have to kind of position myself to be able to get what I want. And the way I do that is I portray the best possible version yeah. of myself. I portray my strengths and my strengths will attract like for like. So that, you know, the, uh, we talk about the protect, you know, the eights and fives sort of, <laughs> if people don't know, get into that. But um, you talk about sort of the, the strength of me as a person, the sort of. Yeah. Um, your pers- personality type, human. which is really powerful yeah, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. figure it out and you know how to leverage it. And when you figure other people's mm-hmm. personality types, because you're an eight and I'm a five 
And then Mm -hmm. you can learn how to build relationships based upon, I think personality type and identity are really important. Um, Okay. So we're going to wrap it up soon just to keep our time at a Mm -hmm. decent amount. So people don't stop listening because you know how that goes. (laughs) Um, So just to wrap it up, like for anybody out there who's watched my YouTube videos and they feel mm-hmm. like they're in a place where they feel like you, where they're functional, but they know it can be better. They mm-hmm. want more, but they're not sure they deserve it. And they don't know mm-hmm. exactly how to go out and get it and to do it well. Like in terms of people that are out there, do you have just a takeaway in terms of the coaching that I offer people or, or you know, some kind of words of support that aren't coming from me? I'm sure I'll throw some in, yeah. but some words of support for people who want that. And, you know, it's, it's scary to take that next step. And honestly, I was going to cancel the consultations because my schedule is very busy and I started to cancel the consultation. So anybody who saw consultations weren't on my website, they are back because of what you said that I really feel like it's the most important time that I can use because people need to be able to have a safe place to reach out to someone who understands and isn't like what I do is not about making money. I've told other people and I've shared with you the Mm -hmm. reason I do this and I've been doing it for a long time is first of all, I believe in coaching so much. And secondly, Mm -hmm. a lot of people in my life have been impacted by different addictions, different um, being held back by Mm -hmm. self-sabotage. I was there myself. So, you know, this is the way out. The way out is through, as I always say. But do you have like just some words of support for people who are feeling lost like that and, you know, what they can do or shift their internal state like you've talked about? So a couple of things here, really. Like, I mean, the first thing I'd ask you back is, did you truly believe I could achieve what I achieved so quickly? I knew you could achieve what you wanted, but the quickly part I'm blown away by, which I've mm-hmm. already shared with you. But I, the way that I think about this with every person, and of course, when I met you, I didn't totally know you. And I tell people, like, I know I can help you, but mm-hmm. also when I think people, the, with the way I say it, and if I've said this to anybody out there, mm-hmm. uh, they know what I'm talking about. If people really have real big stuff going on, I'll say you have a lot of working parts. I can help you, but mm-hmm. it's going to take time and it's probably going to take a multitude or a, you know, a comprehensive program with different approaches because you have a lot of working parts. That's my way of yeah. saying this is big stuff and this isn't going to be fast. And I didn't feel that way about you. I told you when we met that like you're stuck, but I think we can get you unstuck. But I did not know the fortitude that you had inside <laughs> you. I didn't like I knew you were confident when we mm-hmm. met. And going back to the eight, just to, before we wrap up, just to talk about that, because we've only talked about the eight thing recently, but you're really into physical fitness, which is Mm -hmm. so important. You know, I talk about that a lot and eights are really into physical stuff and being able to connect your mind and your body and your spirit, your purpose spiritually is really important, especially for eights for everybody. But you know, some people have to like get out of their heads. Fives have to get out of their heads into their bodies. So that's why mm-hmm. I make myself work out every day because there's nothing I'd like to do more than sit in front of my computer yeah. and consume information. And I'm the other way. I need and to you're the other way. More. So it's yeah. fun for us to talk because mm-hmm. you're always like this, that. And I'm like, well, let's look at it from a, a different yeah. angle. But we have kind of the two angles here. But I did not know that you had in you what you had in you. But I saw it quickly just through like I knew you were in the process before you knew. I knew it that you were going to be able to 
just blast through this transformation because of, you know, we would email each other back and forth and you would kind of answer your own questions. (laughs) And, and that's awesome because Mm -hmm. if you can start doing that, you've internalized what we've talked about in the first couple sessions, many people like we have to have lots of sessions until that internalization begins to happen. And hopefully my videos played some role in that where, you know, you really did educate yourself a lot before we mm-hmm. talked. And I do think yeah. that's really important too, but then you were able to just to blast through that ceiling very quickly. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I say to, to anyone, first of all, like, you know, I think things happen so quickly. I'm going to give myself a bit of credit and say, you know, I probably had more talent than the average person. Mm-hmm. That just just being blunt, because I think for things to come so quickly, the individual yeah. has to have some talent as mm-hmm. well as the ability to learn what you're saying. Um, and then I think, and anyone else, just to quickly wrap up, would be sure. take the time to invest in yourself. Use these opportunities, because investing in yourself will be the best decision you ever make. It's something that will serve you in the immediate future and in the you know in the further future. The growth from these sessions, you know, life changing. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. I I won't even add to that because that is super Mm -hmm. powerful. I just want to thank you for being here with me because I totally appreciate it. Hopefully people out there will get a sense from not me, the process that that you have undergone and it's totally you. I'm just so glad to be here on the journey to be Mm -hmm. able to support you and give you the tools. Um, But, you know, if you succeed, it's because you've used the tools and you've taken the support. So uh, thank you again for being here and uh, we'll wrap up our podcast. And as always control your brain or it'll control you.